Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, September 6th. First performance, reading the script of Philemon. Today's scripture reading is found in Colossians chapter 4, verses 7-9 through 9 from the New Living Translation, which reads, Tychicus, that's actually Tuchikos, will give you a full report about how I'm getting along. He is a beloved brother and faithful helper who serves with me in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, to let you know how we're doing and to encourage you. I am also sending Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, one of your own people. He and Tukikos will tell you everything that's happening here. This is God's Word. We mustn't think of Philemon receiving this letter the way we receive a letter. Footnote. Letter. A written, typed, or printed communication, especially one sent in an envelope by mail or by a messenger. That's right, we're dealing with old tech here, harking back to the glorious days of yesteryear, when we would sit down to compose our thoughts, writing them out upon stationery, then folding said stationery and inserting it into a hand-addressed and hand-stamped envelope that would then be deposited into a mailbox to be picked up, processed, transported, and then delivered to the addressee, who would then open said hand-addressed, hand-stamped envelope and read its contents, said reading taking place mentally by oneself. Not exactly so with Philemon. Let's just say that Philemon is even older tech. There was no privately addressed envelope placed into Philemon's hands as he sipped tea on his veranda on a cool Mediterranean evening as he was watching his household slaves finishing up their daily task by preparing dinner and setting the table. Though, hold on to that latter part of that image. No, this was a letter in the hands of a person, a messenger, whose arrival would be announced by the slave minding the door. Said messenger, then entering and delivering said letter, much as our singing telegram. In other words, it was an audio-visual experience, a performance of the letter. The performer in this case was more than likely Tychicus, pronounced in Greek, Tuchikos. Translation, he who is spot-on, or just spot-on for short. Tychicus isn't mentioned in Philemon, but he is in the closely associated letter to the Colossians, where he and Onesimus are paired as a team of messengers, with Tychicus evidently doing the reading, while Onesimus stood by and chimed in as needed as they made the rounds with that four-page letter. The learned assumption is that as part of those rounds, the same duo delivered this letter to Philemon as well. The main point here is that Philemon is not private correspondence. It's a community event. So put Philemon back on that veranda, sipping tea on a cool Mediterranean evening as the freshly arrived Tychicus is ushered into his presence. I'm imagining it's Tychicus by himself at this point, with Onesimus discreetly waiting out of sight, his face covered in a back alley until the right moment. 
Philemon, the embracer, or even better, the kisser, since that's what friends do when greeting one another, at least in that culture. Well, he embraces Tychicus as they exchange greetings, and then Tychicus announces he has a delivery, but that it needs to wait for the community of faith to gather in his home, which they were in the process of doing since his household was filled with them each evening for worship and prayer over their daily meal together. Philemon's curiosity is piqued as they wait for everyone to arrive, to eat, pray, love. Now they're gathered. Philemon's host introduces Tychicus, at which point Tychicus begins reading this letter from Paul, the absent paterfamilias of this household of faith. As Philemon, flanked by Apphia on his right and Archippus on his left, co-hosts of this sprawling house fellowship who fill the room all around them, all listen intently to the words of Paul, their father in the faith, now an old man currently in Roman custody awaiting trial as he writes, asking for what he seeks to be a voluntary favor rather than compliance to a submitted order. Well, what? What's the favor? Name it! You could see it in Philemon's face, mirrored in the expectant glances of Apphia Archippus and the entire gathered family of faith. And in walks Onesimus. As Tychicus reads the words, I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus. And the expectant air is reduced to an anxious and awkward hush. But this is the last thing that any of them expected. As a shamed, fugitive, and runaway slave stands before his master on a virtual slave auctioner's block, as it were, before the shocked and silenced assembly. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what layers of nuanced meaning open up in this letter to Philemon when you imagine it performed like this, rather than merely read privately? How would you have felt as Philemon, as Tychicus, as Onesimus as he walks in, as part of the assembly gathered around Philemon watching this drama unfold. Now, what lesson from this letter is jumping out at you? Lord, put me in the room Put me there with Philemon. Let me wear the skin of Onesimus. Let me taste the human pathos swirling around that room. Let me feel something of that cultural atmosphere swirling around a slave, a runaway, a fugitive, a thief, and the aggrieved master who holds his fate in his hands, even as he is held in the pierced hands of his own master. Draw me into the layers of meaning awaiting me in this letter, let me feel it, and so make this letter come to life right here, right now, for your mercies. <laughs>